Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and, and what have you learned, 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 learned? Actor Ben Cross has died at the age of 72. The actor, best known for his role in the Oscar winning movie Chariots of Fire, passed away in Vienna, Austria from an unspecified illness. And Cross played the reading, leading role of Harold Abrahams in Chariots of Fire, the story of British athletes at the 1924 Olympics. Cross also appeared in the Richard Gear movie First Night, the 2009 reboot of Star Trek, and he played Prince Charles in William and Kate the movie. That was the worst, most boring movie in the world. Chariots mm-hmm. Fire. Oh, Wasn't and it? it won at Oscar. Academy that's the one yeah, that just that's the like... one that's just like a head scratcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and America's Got Talent using guest judges to fill in for Simon Cowell after that bike accident in which he broke his back. This week, SNL's Keenan Thompson joining the panel of Howie Mandel, Sophia Vergara, and Heidi Klum. And Thompson will appear on the live shows tonight and tomorrow night. So yeah. Kelly Clarkson has done her duty. Yeah, uh, Gloria Estefan was on Entertainment Tonight and she broke her back in and the had bus. rods put in. She said, this is no easy recovery. Because remember, remember last week they oh, were he, like, he's trying coming to, back. He's going to be back in a day or two. And it's yep. like, the guy broke his back. No. No way. No. Yeah, yeah. We wish Simon Cowell a speedy and thoughtful recovery. And finally, Tyler Perry will be honored at the upcoming Emmy Awards. Perry and his Perry Foundation are going to receive the Governor's Awards. Perry is receiving the honorary reward for his achievement in television and for his humanitarian work through the Perry Foundation. The Emmys, of course, on ABC September 20th. I believe the dress code still stands. What is it again? Come as you are, but make an effort. That's right. <laughs> That's the right. scariest dress code ever. <laughs> Come as you are, That's but just right. make an effort. Oh, all right. Well, that's all the dirt this hour. For more, check out mytalk1071.com or download the MyTalk app. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk 1071. you are and make an effort it's hour two of Lori and julia here on my talk 1071 everything entertainment we're streaming at mytalk1071.com we're also on the my talk app and i think that the same dress code for the emmy supplies to cat video festival the virtual quarantine edition happening 8 p.m this thursday august 20th it's presented by david from first equity we got america's funniest home videos involved and you can make donations to our charity partner biddy kitty brigade and get your merch all the details at mytalk 1071 Com, keyword cat. Now on to the show. Thank is, you. Is that how we're going to watch it? Just go to our MyTech website? Yeah. Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's going to be a big darn deal. 
Appointment watching. Appointment watching. Mm-hmm. There's some really good ones in there this year, I understand, because people had more time to be creative with their cat videos. Well, speaking of creative, the annual downtown Minneapolis Street Festival kicked off. So they there's like 24 local and nationally known artists, you know, doing Being the murals. And Holly chalk. posted that. Yeah. yeah, the track. It's really really amazing um so if you happen to be uh it'll be all along nicolet mall and hennepin avenue and even around here at the 280 and university have you noticed all the black paintings matters the murals that that are being painted on on the different warehouse buildings Mm -hmm. and stuff so that's kind of cool to see very you know creativity is happening right i like the shark oh gosh Lori, i know they someone i remember someone painted that and kind of a 3D thing or, you know, did the chalk art at um, right outside of Craven Woodbury last year. And it looked like if you were in a picture it I, that the shark was coming alive and was a 3D shark. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I mean, the way they do this now, it's, you know, amazing. There's a huge chalk art festival in Santa Barbara. Like on the, I don't know if Hollywood remember what it was, but it happens every year. And I want to say it's like September. I, we went with your auntie, Catherine. Right. And it's like on the grounds at some big church. And, it's and it just, was just incredible what people were. They looked like paintings. They do. Isn't that? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, it's right outside the Santa Barbara Mission. Yes. And it's an Italian street painting festival in Santa Barbara. It was just amazing. I'm like, this is with chalk? Right. That's going to get washed away? Well, they don't have as much rain there. You know, it doesn't happen very often. Well, I know, but I just like, it was so beautiful. I guess that that is what I was, it's just kind of incredible. So interesting interview in Town and Country magazine with the two authors of Finding Freedom, the Megan and Harry book that I haven't read yet. But Colleen's reading and someone else is reading. Holly? Are you reading it? I don't think it's Holly. I think Colleen and... Nope. Yeah. Someone else. Someone else is reading it. So um, anyway, so it's an interview with both of the authors. Obed Scobie and then... Carolyn Durand is the other one. And... um, She's done very little promotion, and he's been impressively spacing out his interviews, and he's dropping just enough fresh tea in his interviews so that they're getting, you know, picked up. And, okay. Um, so Town & Country, though, asked asked Omid Scobie some, uh, I think, questions that people were, you know, maybe wondering. And one of those is that, um, you know, did Harry and Meghan read the book? Yeah. Did and they get the yeah. book? And he said... that they did not or any of their people get advanced copies of the book. He hasn't heard anything about the reaction. He said, part of me is curious. Part of me doesn't want to know. Listen, I don't think anybody likes being spoken about. That's not something you ever get used to. We didn't write the book for Harry and Meghan. He Mm -hmm. then went on to say that the book was supposed to come out last year after Archie's birth. And it was just going to be a story like here, here they are now. Right. Okay. And as they begin to wrap up their reporting, their sources started saying, "Hey, there's a lot of trouble behind the scenes. They're unhappy with their current role. You might want to slow down." And all of a sudden, they realize as they kept hearing different stories, "Oh, we have a very different book." So we realize uh, we gotta we gotta stop right. and, and put it off. And then also. He said, um, Omid was asked about, you know, the names he's been called. 
oh. in reporting this book because he is biracial. Right. And um, he said, I've been called mouthpiece, cheerleader, unofficial spokesman, not a journalist. I've heard them all. I think the problem is I'm on, I'm on a side of history that others don't want to be a part of. And it's rubbed people the wrong way, much as the Sussexes have, have rubbed right. people the wrong way. Fair. And um, it's, I guess, you know, there's a theory that, um, like, that they, they weren't at all hard on Harry and Meghan in Finding Freedom, and I haven't read the book yet, but there were things that you wouldn't want to be known, you know. So stuff did come out about Harry. Negative about Negative. Negative. Give me an example. Well, more negative about, you know, uh, Harry. Um, there's just awkward bits of dirty laundry that have been just sprinkled in here and there. You might have to read this damn book. The story, you know, about him and, you know, his friend and just different little things. But the other thing is that... Uh, her pregnancy was a nightmare for her. That was the thing that pushed them over the edge. Because if you go back and you look at any of the coverage, the tabloids were on her 24-7, a pregnant woman, and no one tried to stop it. The queen didn't issue a statement. Charles, well, I don't remember anything negative coming out. I remember they were on their um, oh, their Julia. beautiful trip. They down- were going crazy non Stop oh, right. on everything that she was doing. If you just, you could just right. go back and look at it. And no one, it, it's so, it, it's just no one publicly stepped up to say, this is a pregnant woman. She is married. You know, there wasn't any, you know, it was because it was all inside Palace Tea, the tabloids every day because it did sell papers for them. But any of them could have done something. And that was the thing, I think, for Harry that really just was like, well, mm-hmm. they're not going to defend her when she's pregnant. What's going to, what are they going to say about my kid? Cause now I have a biracial kid. Right. So, um, and no one ever, no one, uh, you know, so anyway, he said, we didn't write the book for them. And, you know, we didn't even plan on having it, uh, you know, be out. We, it was a different, it was it kind was... Of, of going to be a fluff book. But okay. He said he, uh, was in Toronto when the story broke about those two dating. And I think it was our Lainey Gossip yep. celebrity blogger who let him know, yes, it's true, those two are dating. In fact, Harry's here right now. And he said, I've basically not stopped being a source or reporting on the story because I happen to be in Toronto for something else for Bizarre Magazine. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, so, and I mean, you know, GMA uses him as a something. correspondent. Here, here's what here's what came out today, or this was probably yesterday, and yeah. it's probably a very obvious thing, is that um, they absolutely hated living in L.A., which we knew they would. I didn't. We didn't understand the move from Canada, from Vancouver, from an island. It was just Tyler had a home. Yeah, Come exactly. and move in my mansion. Yep. So they thought they'd give L.A. a shot. Unfortunately, Harry absolutely hated it. And because the timing was so off with the coronavirus pandemic, right. no one had anything to do. Suddenly, the paparazzi could just focus on them. It was 24-7 nonstop. Like we got to get Dude, out of that. We sure didn't see a lot of those photos. No, I know, yeah. but they just felt like they didn't get any privacy, so they moved up to Montecito. He's a country guy. He spent all that time in the states and stuff. He's not going to want to just live in Bel Air and have to drive everywhere he goes. He wants people it. to come to him. I love it. 
I well, their new place. I'd go to him. Yeah. We'd visit. All right, it's time for random. We'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Random. It is <laughs> random, people. All right, so here are some things that are randomly going on. Pepperoni shortages may be happening. What? It may be Did happening. Eating that much pizza? People are eating that much pizza. Yeah. And pepperoni, there's a quote, like it to make pepperoni. That's eat, why I haven't been able to buy find my pepperoni sticks at Lund's or Kowalski's. Casey likes the stick. Right. Not the slices. He well, wants a stick. I'm the pep- with him. You, okay. That explain. I'm going out of my mind. I'm like, where have they moved the pepperoni sticks? Well, here's the funny thing about it. Okay, so apparently there are two factors causing the pepperoni shortage. The first is that pork processors have had to deal with a reduced number of workers because of COVID. Pepperoni, this is my favorite quote, is reportedly a complicated meat to produce. Oh, oh I can imagine. So some like a Slim Jim. I love a Slim Jim. <laughs> some suppliers have reduced the amount being produced. Oh, dear. The other possibility is that the demand for pizza has been so overwhelming and pepperoni is just the go-to it's for a everybody. Confluence. It is. Oh, dear. So, um, well, I am glad I haven't lost my mind because... They are always in the deli section. Yep. So that's at the grocery what, store, the stick, and it's an Italian name brand. It's wrapped in plastic. That's what's and happening. And I've seen Casey just, you know, eat it, you know, gnaw on it. All but, right. We've talked about yeah. this before, but they've come up with a scientific male equivalent of the term that bothers Karen's. And people oh, Vern, understand. it's Vern. No, it isn't. No, it isn't, Laurie. It should be Vern. Okay, so it's the male equivalent of a Karen, and I'm sorry for the people who are listening whose names are Karen. This is just a story. Well, they're going to so, have to get tougher skin because that's probably going to be in Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Okay, mm-hmm. what is the male equivalent? Um, based on the popularity of the name for the past 70 years, the male, the closest male equivalent is Terry. So here's here's what they say. The name Karen is going through a rough patch right now. It's become generic for a term. It used to be Becky for a hot minute. Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. Generic for a term of women who want to talk to the manager or worse. Mm -hmm. So what they did is um, people have tried differently. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Seems like Greg, Ken was in there. Keith. See, I, it needs to have an end. Vern is perfect. Okay, Don't be a Vern. One guy on you can't Reddit, say don't be a Terry. Well, this is why this guy on Reddit used data to figure it out. Yeah. He mapped out the different men's naming trends over the past 70 years to find out what name followed the same path 
as Karen, as a Karen mm-hmm. rising through the 50s, and then peaking, dro- peaking in the, the 60s, late 50s, and dropping steadily almost to be extinct in 2010. And Terry is the male name. I still think I'm going to go with Vern, but you right. can, but I mean, that's just. Because I just like the hard N on the end, Fine. but I see they did the they did he, the math. He did the math on uh, how many because Karen used to be a wildly popular name. I have an aunt Karen, and I I have a lot of kids. She laughed yes. and laughed when I told her what the meaning was. I said, <laughs> "Do you know your name has been co-opted?" She thought it was absolutely hysterical. She said, "Well, I know I'm not I'm not that kind of a Karen, but anything to get the name Karen out there." Any <laughs> <laughs> PR is good. PR. I like the Karen name. Yeah. Okay. So this we've been talking about, but it's hitting really home for a lot of people because the corn coin shortage, people are not using giving change. They're asking people to use debit and credit cards for ease with the coronavirus mm-hmm. so they don't have to touch things and take the pad and just put your card against it so we don't have to spray everything and everything. Anywho, as a result, it has disrupted businesses like... That use our heavy coins. If you live in an apartment building and your coins, your laundry is coin operated, right. there's not a lot of coins. Um, so washers and dryers in apartment units are feeling the pinch, as well as coin operated laundry mats. Um, um, coin centric, other things like public air pumps. You know, when you put air in your tire, I know you've never done that in no. your life. So no, I'm talking, Lori's mm-hmm. a princess, Grant, so you would <laughs> never, mm-hmm. never know this. I went to do it yourself car wash the other day. They're having a hard time because they're old, they're old machines. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So, yeah. people, I have so many coins. I put them in baggies. Why don't you, you bring them in? You should put that on Facebook because I literally have friends that live in the city that use laundry mats or have like apartment t- style, just like the same problem. And I have friends that'll put out that'll say, I'll give you, you know, a, you know, if it's 50 cents, I'll give you, I'll give you 25 cents for your 50 cents or I'll give you yeah. 50 cents for your 25 cents. There's so I've, I've have friends that are posting about this, that they yeah. need quarters Serious? to do their laundry. Yeah. Right. Well, I put them in, I remember this a couple years ago cause my dad used to always have this huge money jar and we would just tip it over sideways and take was it as a much Seagram bottles like my dad. No, it, oh. it was like an old Chianti <laughs> bottle okay. like that oh, came yeah, up yeah. from the floor. Right. My dad, it was just loaded and we just tip it and we'd take all the quarters. Right. This is how we lived. I right. In a minute, you would have five bucks. Right. So we've always, in, in my old house, you know, with Bill, we always had a coin jar. Mm-hmm. And so I've always kept the coins. And just for some reason. You need to get out there and spread your quarters but around, But it's amazing Julia. how many. So and there's a big, there's literally, that's what they say. Hey, spread right. your quarters. Spread your quarters there's around, a big, Julia. There's a big story in the Star Tribune. Wow. Um really big that people are really needing the time and the money. It, I just, my bank, a lot of banks stopped where you could just pour it into the machine and yes. they would do the sorting for you. And I'm like, I'm not going to go home with rolls and stuff my own stuff. I don't yeah. need to do that. Yeah, you can. So it's still worth money. You could get rid of it, you know. I guess. You could pay in quarters for some things. Wow. <laughs> I know it. That, that used to be the prank. Remember, people yeah. would go pay for their parking and ticket and pennies yes, and stuff, and, oh. and now they'd be begging for that. Yeah, you know, right? Jeez. Well, all right. I guess I could well, do something with it. I just don't. I mean, it's money. Who knows what kind of a little nest egg I would, you got I there. really want to have. I wish someone could just sell all my stuff because I have so many pairs of six and a half shoes that either have never been worn mm-hmm. or have been worn once. That Poshmark. I paid. Yeah, Poshmark. 
She doesn't Again, want to do it. She wants somebody to I do it I want to pay first. someone to do it for me. Well, do I'll it. do it. Yeah. Will you, Grant? I sell it. all kinds of collectibles on eBay nonstop. If you really want me to help you with that, I would love to help you with that. Oh, because I, like old Bose docking stations, does anybody use any of that stuff anymore? The old electronic stuff? What, is that? what, what are we, the garage sale for your house right now? <laughs> hey, hello, this is, I we're going to give you the farm so report in a minute. stuff. Gonna, okay, and then the weather, and then we're going to tell you about what kind of, where you can get the freshest lures. Listen, all right, the <laughs> online puppy scans, we t- scams, this was big in the news in May because people were adopting dogs for... That went right over me. I did not realize that was a pandemic thing. It was. People okay. had turned to adoption to have company, mm-hmm. you okay. know, and now we're getting, you know... What? The sun is setting earlier. People are going to want some company because they can't go on that many walks anymore until... Right. All hours of the night. But the puppy scans are really still happening, people. And really do your due diligence because a lot, like a lot, an overwhelming number of people are getting scammed lately. So that's just a heads up. And can 10 bucks right now. I I think there's 10 quarters to you right now if you can name the sponsor of the kit. The um, The bitty kitty titty parade. (laughs) (laughs) She couldn't. It's First Equity is the sponsor. No, not oh. that, but the name of that charity. You couldn't do it. Bitty no, Kitty. No, it was for Lori. She yeah. could, no, it doesn't matter anymore. I, <laughs> I like my name for it. <laughs> no, that's what it sounds like. I, I mean, know. It's a great name because it's so memorable. Because when you mishear something, it actually like makes you you're like, oh, yeah, that place. What you know? Right. It's a catchy name as far as like. It is. People will always remember it. Right. Even if you remember it wrong, if you went to Google it to give it money, it would self-correct and direct you. If you can spell it right. So anything rhyming with, you know, pity. Yep, there you go. Now, Texas is a little bit of a quandary. A company in Texas that supplies nuts for the airlines. Yeah. They have more than 87,000 pounds of nuts with no idea what to do with them. Oh, dear. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When are we going to... I got I got nuts in my Delta bag. I got a sealed Did bag you, with well, you water. Are, you nuts. traveled comforty comfort. No, everybody got that little bag. They did. Yeah. And the Saint Clair broiler. If people were wondering, there is a restaurant that's going to be going in there. That's been empty for Torno four years. Three Torno Pizzeria and Cheesesteaks is going in there. All right, good. I'm glad I know something it. is. No kidding. All right, All right, when we come back, we get some music news. A new number one song is in town. All right, everybody, every day, are you here with me, Marshmallow? Featuring Chirichi or something. Churches. Well, the, the V for you. All right, what do we... <laughs> every day. I know. I'm here with you. I love seeing through your dyslexic eyes sometimes. Sometimes it's eye-opening. Okay, All right, so uh, in case you weren't predicting it... Uh, the song that we're not able to play on our station, that would be Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, uh, WAP, Billboard's new number one. Not yep. a surprise. That thing took off like a rocket, We right? play it in the right. double wide. Uh-huh. That's the first thing, Lori, when I get there, let's play the song. Let's get in the mood. <laughs> get in the mood. Ma, 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 ma. ma. I love that under, you know, whoever yeah. that rapper is that they've got under it, but... Um, you know, she did everything in her power to set up this single for success. It is in Billboard's announcement. It mentioned that the song received a record-breaking 93 million streams. Like, it literally broke the streaming record. Wow. It's the greatest ever for a song in its first week of release. Ever. 
That's huge. It's huge. So that's a roaring success for Cardi and Megan. And now what's the shelf life of this song? You know, because debuting at number one is amazing feat. Will it stay there? Who knows? Who knows? You know, there was a song back in June. Billboard reminds us trolls. And it was hot for one week. It was Nicki Minaj and... I don't even know how to say the guy's names. Him. Six by... Six by nine, six or six nine. Yeah, yeah that guy. The rapper. That... Mm-hmm. Takashi six nine or yeah, something Yeah, that guy. Like that. So that song in June, that was... Trolls went went to number one, and then the next week it dropped off, and who, right. can, who remembers that song? I don't know. Who but, can say? Who can say? But the the video has already gotten 105 million views. Um, so for reference, Trolls, the, the other big song that hit this summer... Has 245 million to date, and that came out in June. So, All in right. just two weeks, um, Cardi and Megan's video has done half of that. And then they got it's viral on TikTok. And TikTok is starting to play a role in how well music does. TikTok is playing a role in a lot of things, and yeah. we keep avoiding it because we don't want anyone to get our data. Well, and also, to be honest, we can't handle doing one more social media thing. We don't have anybody doing anything for us, like, in that regard. You know what I mean? I'm so embarrassed. Like Dolly Dolly Parton, she admitted last week she hired a young uh, media strategy team to do her Twitter and her Insta and everything, and she just does what they tell her to do, but you feel like it's coming from her. Well, of course, that's how you would want yeah. it to be seamless like that. Yeah, so... Any- we're, we're in a different position. That's right, Julia. We are the producers, the talk show hosts, the content, the funny, the this, the that. We ain't nobody got time for TikTok. I know. Someone, <laughs> okay. someone sent us an email, or where's Donnie? Yeah. Oh, I answered her, and she just about fell out of her chair. Then she got a response from me. Oh, I had already I answered opened, her. open, but she couldn't believe me because oh. I, you know, I don't. I answer, answer anybody. from both of us. Oh, good. I nice. didn't know I, that after Lori, all these of years. Of course, I do. Yeah. I answer from both of us, and I'm like, well, yeah, he, yep, he's gone, and please hang out yeah. with us. Continue to support us. Yeah, is we're doing his job. Yeah, but the TikTok. <laughs> but I, mean, I mean, we were just like way. I mean, you know, I don't know. Just that basically, we're too lazy. It, it, and we are comfortable with even, that lazy choice. Yeah. I'm comfortable with I really, it. I don't I, feel any I don't pressure. go to social media anymore. I kind of, with COVID, I like ever since. It's more comforting to be with people. At the beginning of COVID, there was a lot of good YouTube and Insta. And, we and Leslie silly. Jordan was a. Keep, and all of that. And that's all fine and fun. But now there's kind of like, I people are more actively like trying to figure out a way to see people and, and be, have it be of it's, meaning. It's the election time as well, which Dude. drives me nuts. Yeah. yeah. I, no yeah. one wants to. Uh, I could care less about what anybody has to tell me. Yeah. Right. My own opinion. You think what you want. Right. Right. So that maybe that's another reason. But. Um, Annie Lennox, who um, I love a sweet dreams, dreams a Well, remember the kids a couple of weeks ago who shot Phil Collins in the, the air tonight? Teenage boys that are watching they're, the videos, the twenty-year-old oh, twins. It's okay. called Twins. The new trend is what their handle is on YouTube. Well, they're they, they people listen? are going to them all the time, and someone uh, tweeted Annie Lennox a couple of days ago the link of the YouTube when the the guys. Um, the YouTubers Tim and Fred, and they are real brothers, were listening to "Sweet Dreams of Are Made of This." And part of the fun of this, watching them, is their reactions and hearing these songs for the first time. And she 
was just blown away. She tweeted, oh, my God. How fun. She said that's where the truth of uh, the power of music. She just was, like, thrilled because she feels that that song is as relevant now as it was in 83. If you you listen to the lyrics. Whoever knows Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Some of us want to be this son. It's of... very, if you look at I the lyrics and, and you think of it. I saw her Stewart um, performing I'm at an outdoor amplifier. Really, when I was at ASU, song for there were grand. more great performances. Julia, that is amazing concert credibility. Right I have there. a lot of it. I saw From David that. Bowie at the LA for- Forum. I'm bowing I down. I saw what's Rick. Who's the guy, Rod Stewart, at the L.A. Farm when I was like 15? And so it was, he was like, e- e- do you want my money? Oh, yeah. do, you you sexy? Think sexy? do you think I'm sexy? You saw him in his heyday. Heyday. I think it's torn down now. I mean, I really had some good right. concert stuff. Let's listen to the words. And then they went crazy at that part. She was just like, right. she's she got has such a good her voice. greatest hits and oh. some, and even like her cover. She does a cover. I can't think of it. I I love Annie her Lennox. Voice, her voice is, is amazing. amazing. It's amazing. Some of them want to get used by. You. Yeah. Anyway, so those... that's a great song. I like I like revisiting the old stuff. You know what's. Same. It's kind of fun. I'm checking in with Tim and Fred all the time now. I'm Miss. I'm Mister Mister Nostalgia. Nostalgic? Oh yeah. my God! Everything makes me feel some sort of memory. Yeah. I got goosebumps during that song because I thought of something as a kid when I heard that. You oh. know, like everything is nostalgic to me. Yeah. So. And it and music is the number one triggering. It is. Um, memory. Yeah. Thing. It really is. It, you, it you just can place yourself. You can remember your age, where you were, mm-hmm. what happened. Hmm. Like if things. I ever hear that Glenn Campbell song, you better sit down, kids. Which I don't is, even know it. Oh, you got to find that one, Grant, if you can. I think it was Glenn Campbell. You, you better, better sit, sit down, down kids. kids. I've got something to tell you, kids. It's a sing. Remember on like the late sixties, all these sing song story oh, songs. Sure, 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 sure. Kind of yeah. along, and it was a country song, and it was a song because my parents. When we were, we had just moved to Japan. So I was like the summer between fourth and fifth grade. Like we just moved there Mm -hmm. and they were thinking they sat us down and we're going to get divorced. And my sisters and I, we just sat on our bunk bed and just sobbed and said, please don't get divorced. So whenever I hear this song, I can like completely remember being nine or 10. Mm -hmm. Megan. Mom and dad. Is it, who, who is it? Yeah, this oh. is it. Is this it? Yeah. Oh, it's Sunny and Cher? It's, there's a version of I Have a Sunny and Cher. Okay, when that's I have... fine. Oh, my God. No, we're not mad. It's the It's a whole song about... Oh, my God. Anyway... That's really funny that you say that because we had the divorce song too, and it was a Roberta Flack killing me softly. Oh. And my dad moved into the Commodore, 
And I remember coming home and I'm so shocked. I'm nine. Like, why are all these dishes out? And what's happening? We're getting divorced. What? what? Is- I don't know any of this, you know, because I had no clue what was going on. And we would play it on a little record player. And it would just cry right. and eat a can of Dinty More beef stew. My dad <laughs> had like a hot plate there. I mean, it was so bad and depressing. <laughs> right. <laughs> that little efficiency Mom, don't make me go to dad's house. It was so depressing. And I'm just like, I heard he sang a good song. <laughs> I heard he had a stop. I mean, but you have kind of those. Remember I was in the bathroom not too long ago when we went out and someone was talking about their divorce song and we all had this kind of like chain reaction yes. about the song that you either your divorce or what was the song and everything. Yeah. Everyone had, but that's so funny that yours was that song. You better sit down, kids. <laughs> but you talked them out of it because they didn't get divorced till high school. Julia, the, that they worked. got they got pregnant and had my brother, and he was made in Japan, and they stayed together <laughs> until he was four. Okay, because I'm thinking Japan. it worked. Made in Japan. I know. It. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. <laughs> it was kind of cute, but yeah, it did work. Our crying and begging worked. We and why didn't we think of that? I I don't know, well, Julia. I, I don't it's always they, I, worth a try. I, I think every kid does it if you're old enough. Right. You know, and my sister, my little sister, she was like only in first grade. We could get her to cry on command. Cry. You know. Sherry, cry. Sherry, we're going to need you to cry. But whatever. Our, yeah. We were sincerely. Oh, of course. We just Is burst madly into tears. And that song was the song <laughs> that was played on RM4. So we were right. always like, whew, touched, touched it. All right, listen, we come back. It's time uh to Hollywood speak, uh, we've got um, Madonna singing and dancing in Jamaica, and we've got a birthday tribute to a 20-year-old that might be creepy. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Well, this is going to be interesting because um, everyone has left the room. Um, we are losing track of time here, so everyone's running around trying to figure out what is going on using the facilities in the middle of our show. I seem to always do this. This is the first time Lori's done this. And Grant, <laughs> Grant, you already made it back. No, I, I was. I'll wait. I'll, I'll oh, be here with you. Okay, so. Lori's like, do I have time to go? And I'm like, I don't know. And she just, she just beelined out, the, out the door. Which yeah, is, it's a long day. We don't have a lot of breaks. Long breaks enough. So that's. There we go. So we're here too. Okay. Oh, Holly, you're there. All right. Hi, everybody. Yes. All right. I'm not at the bathroom. All right. (laughs) I forget about you because you're not. You're not here right now. But she's always on. So if you want to talk to her, you can always ask. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I don't even have the headlines for the the next segment. Um, That would. Oh, Lori, I can finally give you crap because it's always me. This has never happened to me before. I know. I only went pee because (laughs) Grant Grant was going to go. He was going. I thought I can go as fast as him. Okay. Well, I'll see you guys later. Obviously Uh not. Obviously not. Okay. Here's uh, the Hollywood speech. All right. Uh, Katy Perry shows her baby's nursery while dressed like a clown and fake crying. I I get a kick out of her enthusiasm for being silly. She's just really, Lori, I, I watched it, and I'm trying to figure it out because she has a lot of things Is hanging. it the final days of pregnancy? Yeah. Is she getting um, punch drunky? Like with like, just giddy, it's her first baby. You know, it feels like she's been pregnant for twenty years right now, doesn't it? Yeah. So it must feel that way to and her. Maybe this is why she's she's uh, just giddy. Okay, I just think she's so cute. I think she's so excited, and um, 
Why not? She's just always goofy, Lori. We know she likes to dress up in silly things and yeah. do silly things. Yeah, she likes to cosplay. She does. She but just I, does. I, I do think she's punchy pregnant. Oh, my gosh. I think she's carrying it to the bitter end. You know, She's already overdue. Oh, She told Entertainment Weekly. She was. All right. Yeah. I never got that far. Mine always came early. Okay. You know, yeah. A so month and three weeks. You so didn't I never, experience that. No. Okay. Uh, Wendy, I was in shock. When, I'm having a baby. I'm not ready. Uh, Wendy William posts a birthday tribute to her son, Kev. He's 20. Cheers, Kev. And uh, it's a photo. Uh-huh. It's an Insta. And I can't there's, see it. But well, there's a lock of hair. There's, is she doing memories of when he was just a baby? Is it her baby There's a book? baby picture. Oh. There's a little shoe. And She's just saying time flies. She said, today's my biggest day. He's in Miami. I'm in New York. But love never stops. If you look closely, you see remnants of first haircut. My circlage is on sneaker like a mom. I do have all of his teeth. I I'm still not have my fa- kid's teeth. I'm not a fan of cake, but today, okay, for my son, what are you doing? What is circlage? I don't know. How do you spell it? And I'll look it up. It's, oh, I know what it is. It's the stitches that hold your cervix closed. Oh. There you wow. go. So she only had, oh. I'm just saying, is that weird? Is that a weird thing to keep and post and show on well, Insta? Kev? I don't know. Julia, if you ever posted a picture. I still have my, I literally okay, came across posted, my kids' baby teeth and their wisdom teeth okay, the other day. And I'm like, why do I still have these? But, but I do. Would you post it on social media or on Facebook? Or you might present it to them as a joke, but you would never out loud. I'm just saying it just seems weird. People are doing weird things. I guess so. She's lonely. Yeah. Kev is in Florida. All right. She's. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's just lonely and but reminiscing. The stitches from your cervix? Well, that's weird. Well, I didn't even know what that was, but now I know it's a uh, circlage. I mean, was her umbilical cord a part of probably. that? that probably. Know, montage? Okay. Uh, I remember a girlfriend showed me that. I like, get rid of that thing. It's just a little wrinkled nub of skin that's getting moldy. It's kind of, I still have it my wants son. It. Lori, the things we save as parents, huh. I still have my son's blue teeny tiny cast from when he was like three and broke his arm when his brother pushed him off the ottoman into the coffee table on fourth of july weekend i remember exactly when it was and i set his arm yeah i took his arm it was just and i just took him and i went oh i know I'm good Julia's in a crisis. Good in a crisis. I am so good She's in a crisis. She's practically a nurse. <laughs> I am. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm good in a crisis. My phone crisis. I did not manage well looking back but? because they kept saying call us and you don't have a phone. So, right. but I mean that was a crisis I didn't handle well. But I am good in a cr- physical crisis. Right. I'm good. That's right. All right, practically so, a nurse. It, to me, it's a, you are practically a nurse. She's Julia. just having a moment. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gil- I think my kids would kill me. They would. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ghislaine Mas- Maxwell is is, is uh, still asking, alive. Asking the judge, she uh, doesn't like being under constant surveillance by the prison psychologist. Her lawyer says, "Tough crap. Yeah. You're in jail." Well, here's in the pr- deal: 
It's called Suicide Watch yes. and or We Don't Want You to Be Killed Watch. Exactly. We're protecting you from you and others. Yeah. Well. It's what we do. That You got to admit that's brilliant, though. Get the person who's going most likely to be uh, falling uh, down some stairs to say to the judge, I don't like all these people watching me. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty brilliant. I need protection of my privacy while I'm in prison. Yeah, no, Where she's, are my rights? She's like, I don't like being watched 24-7. It's like, lady, you know, she's she, giving somebody a present if her lawyer wins on this. Because yeah. it opens the door for an accident to happen. Oh, I love it, Lori. Look at where your mind goes. Well, if she... I was just thinking she wants a little relief and maybe no, wants to get off or do something. No, if judge... I can't take all the constant surveillance by prison psychologists, you know. I mean, they, they're they looking tough. out for her. I think her. they would say tough. You think so? Yeah, come on. This is what we do. You're no different. Yeah. Well, she's <laughs> under constant surveillance because Epstein, quote unquote, died by suicide. Exactly. Yeah. Just get back okay. in your paper underwear and be quiet. Madonna, bad person. person. We uh, don't have a lot of sympathy for you. Oh boy, Madonna uh, sings, dances, and enlists daughter Lola to help blow out the candles at her mass-free sixty-second birthday party. And people are yelling at her because she's in Jamaica, and they're having a crisis in Jamaica with COVID. I don't understand this person, Madonna, of whom we speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because she had a big joint in her mouth with her kids around her. I don't, and she has young kids. I don't yes. understand her. She's on a different plane than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And she rules by her own rules. Unfortunately, she, get, she posts it. Yeah, she might get a strain of COVID 19 named after her after this is all said and over. I guess Jamaica just, you know, they opened up like June 1st. Okay. And 35,000 people came to the island, and now Jamaica is going through a crisis. No. Well, they're like stage three, and now they are only going to let people come into Jamaica that have a COVID negative. But Madonna and her team got in right before that. And so it just anyway. feels very Madonna. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? She's yeah. so self absorbed. Yeah. Why would she care about others? Yeah. She's got her team, Lori. She's got her kids. She's got her own pot. She's got her 20 and Julia. Five year old boyfriend that looks like her baby. Uh, <laughs> I mean, seriously. They're, they're not yeah. an attractively hot couple. <laughs> no, that they're is not. Like under, that's like saying yeah. the least about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and I would feel the same way if she were if a 62, I up with a 22-year-old. No, but if I saw a 62-year-old man who was with a 25-year-old woman, I would say the same thing. I'd be like, oh, Gross. God, all right, Grandpa. I Cliché. mean, even, even Dennis Quaid, you know, his he's 65, and he's a pretty virile, good-looking guy. But uh, when you first saw the picture with the his 27-year-old wife, wife, you were just like, whoa, granddaughter. Right. You know? <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, and then, and then he's thinking nurse. Yeah, well, yeah. I all right. We don't know what to say. Okay, Lily Reinhardt. She's a single, single. She's Betty on Jughead. She did an interview. Not on Jughead on I Riverdale. Mean, Riverdale. Sorry, <laughs> she was Betty on Jughead. Yes, she was. But they broke up. <laughs> but they broke up in real life and not on the show. But in an interview with Refinery Twenty Nine. Yes, she was asked how the last couple of months were, and she said probably been the most emotional few months of my entire life my therapist told me my body's going through withdrawal from love 
Oh, that makes me want to have tears, yeah. but it is painful. And you really do physically, physically withdraw when you're used to being with somebody. Oh, right? yeah. and then you can't be with anybody. Oh, that is, those words hurt. I know, but she's sharing a therapy and, you know, I think it's always good when people are honest And they're about doing that. virtual therapy. All right, you know? we'll be back. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.